Rincast number seven. Another crappy podcast production. Hi there, this is Alan of AtTheFair.com. That's fair with an E at the end. And this is the Rincast show number seven, the podcast that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that yes, anyone, anyone can have their own podcast. Welcome back to the Rincast. Before we get started, I wanted once again to ask you to visit anothercrappypodcast.com and click on the world map link at the top. This will take you to a page where you can mark your spot on a map and let everyone know just where you listen to the Rincast from. Thanks a lot. Previously on the Rincast, we spoke with some of the merchants at the Kansas City Renaissance Festival in Bonner Springs, Kansas. Now, sure, there's a lot of shops to browse at these large, grand-scale Renaissance festivals, but I think most would agree that shopping is not the primary reason people visit. After all, there are a lot of shops at Disneyland, too, but, but I bet most folks actually go because of the rides and entertainment. Sure, a Renaissance festival is a lot like a themed craft show, with many unique items you just can't find at your local events. I mean, just try to find a two-handed combat battle sword at your local craft consignment shop. So, while there probably are some who just go to shop, I'm still betting the world-class entertainment at the Kansas City Renaissance Festival has a lot to do with why the rest of us attend. So let's begin our journey today with some of the fine folks who make the whole experience more than just a themed shopping mall. Who are you and what do you do here? I am Leopold Bloom, the Queen's florist and the Duke of Middlesex. And what I do is look beautiful. And how long have you been looking beautiful? Why, all my life. What's your favorite thing about looking beautiful here at the Kansas City Renaissance Festival? My favorite thing about looking beautiful is all the men that do look at me because I am beautiful, eh? What's your least favorite thing? Can we say that on the internet? But... Yeah, there's no FCC regulations ah. on a podcast. Well, then the worst thing is all of those breasts popped up out of those horses that flounce about out here. It's disgusting. And what a way to begin this show. That was a fop. If you're not familiar with a FOP, F-O-P, uh, go look it up and that'll explain something. I'm the barber surgeon. Surgeon? Barber I thought, surgeon. I thought you were a uh, butcher. No, 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 not the butcher at all. No, barber surgeon. How long have you been a surgeon? Huh? Oh, going on five years. Are you qualified? Oh, quite, quite qualified. Oh, yes. Oh, you think, uh, other questions, oh, i got lots of them. People are dying to do business with you? You know, my, not, not really. Only if they're dying, then they come to me. And then usually my success rate's about 40%. So how's the population of the uh, village here been doing in the last five years? Oh, they're, they're fine. They're not too bad. They, they, they mainly avoid me most of the time, you know, unless I have to come to, you know, and uh, get a haircut. Oh, they always get haircuts from me all the time, haircuts and shaves. It's just when there's something else that's uh, wrong with them, they tend to, you know, try and find ulterior uh, uh, people to, uh, you know, go to. Yeah. Yeah, not me. Not usually. I don't know why. It's only, it's mainly the outsiders that come in and there's something wrong with them. See, they don't know my reputation. And at that point, we were interrupted by the barbarian hordes. And speaking of puke and snot, the legendary stage comedy performers that have been doing the Rinfest circuit for, I don't know, a long, long time, uh, I found one of them. I, I think it was puke, or maybe it was snot, or, and, well, you'll see. Uh... I'm snot of puke and snot, and I'm not really sure what I do here, but uh, people laugh when I do it. So I'd imagine it was something resembling comedy, I guess. How long has puke and snot been doing puke and snot stuff? A lot longer than you were. Uh, you are old. We're 32. 32 years. That's a long time. Yeah, it's a very long time, because we have no life. There's nothing else we know how to do, so yeah. this is it. 
Uh, and do you perform at places other than Renaissance festivals? Yes, we do. We do uh, corporate venues around the country. Uh, we've done jazz festivals. We've done. Uh, we'll work. We were like the old Henny Youngman uh, uh, thing. We uh, we work anywhere there's a check. Okay. And what is your favorite thing about performing at a Renaissance festival as opposed to a corporate event? Uh, people watching. There's a lot of different people. You know, a uh, lot less ties. No, not many ties. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, uh, it's just. Uh, and, and a lot of drunks. There's a lot of alcohol here. We we like that. That's that's really good. Yeah. You ever plan to retire? Uh, why? I mean, when you're on the lam, you have to be doing something so that the law doesn't catch up to you. So I mean, we'll find something to do if you know uh, when we decide that we're not funny anymore. And and how can somebody find out more about the legendary Puke and Snot? Magaga.com. We have a website. It gives our entire history. Uh, you'll see everything on there, but our birthmarks and our uh, personal stuff. So we, that's not on there. But uh, how do you spell that? Uh, what personal stuff? M A G A G A dot com. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Right about now, you're probably asking yourself, who's responsible for this madness? Well, at the Kansas City Renaissance Festival, it's a gentleman by the name of Jim Stamberger who does the entertainment direction, and here he is. I am the maestro. It is my position here to provide all the entertainment and make certain that everything goes smoothly and uh, that everyone has a magnificent time. On a busy, busy, busy maximum day, how many people would you have trying to entertain us? Well, about uh, five to six hundred is a good number. And uh, how long have you been doing this kind of thing? Well, I have certainly been doing my position here for about 13 years. And uh, when did you go to your first Renaissance Festival? When I was uh, 28. See, you know, if we knew how old you were now, that would mean something. I know, and I'm not, I haven't decided <laughs> if I'm telling you how old I am. But a long time. I'm 48, so it's just been 20 years. Okay, and, and what do you think is the best thing that people should see? If they go to the Kansas City Renaissance Festival, what should they not miss? The joust. The joust. I am very proud of the joust. Um, it is lots of thrills and spills, and uh, the, uh, the jousters are most noble, and uh, they take their uh, positions quite seriously. Good show, good entertainment. Always. Exciting, much thundering of hooves, everything you expect the joust to be, even a little blood at the 5 o'clock joust. Excellent. And out of all the festivals, the hundreds of small and, and some big festivals in America, what is something you see about Kansas City that makes it unique? I believe that uh, here is the, uh, the finest place you can go to uh, speak with the villagers and be an, interacted with and have them talk to you and, and give them a bit of their lives and a bit of the fun that they have on Harvest Day. And how can somebody learn more about the Kansas City Renaissance Festival? They can go to kcrenfest.com or they can call me at 1-800-373-0357. And if they want to be a part of it, they should call me right away. I'm looking for next year's performers already. Excellent. Thank you for your time. It was my pleasure. I would like to mention that at the Kansas City Renaissance Festival that year, I did notice an incredible amount of street characters interacting with the patrons. I was approached numerous times. They all stayed in character, and it was a, it was a pretty entertaining experience. Certainly a contrast between many of the other festivals I attended earlier in the year, and certainly more than a lot of the small events that may not even have 500 people through the gate, let alone 500 costumed characters. Now, another part of the Renaissance Festival environment is the music. And in order to have music, you need to find the bards. My name's Jim Bob McQuaid. No, actually, okay, it's Mark Gunn, the Brobdingnagian bard. And uh, you guys do music? Yes, that's what they tell us. And how long have you been doing uh, performing at Renaissance festivals? Six and a half years. 
Okay. How did you get started? What made you say I'm going to go perform at a Renaissance festival? I was practicing out in the, at the uh, the lawn of the University of Texas, and someone says to me, "Hey, you want to play at a Renaissance fair?" I go, okay. Sure. Why not? What's the furthest away festival you performed at? This one, I think, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. What's I mean, the furthest away non-festival then? Uh, Icon Science Fiction Convention in New York. Stony Brook, New York. You also have what was, until recently, the only Renaissance Festival podcast on the internet. Wait, are you starting your own Renaissance Festival podcast? Are you going to steal my idea? I don't know. You got any good ones? I thought you... <laughs> I thought you were doing the crappy uh, podcast. Another crappy another podcast. Crappy, uh, Welcome to the club. Uh, but isn't that another crappy podcast? That's a, that's a Renaissance we Festival podcast, too? I got three of them. Okay. But I'm going to be at least truthful to my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad, actually. I have the uh, Renaissance Festival podcast, the Irish and Celtic Music podcast, Pub Songs podcast, the Brobdingnagian Minute, uh, and uh, there's another one there. Oh, the Cat Lovers podcast. Oh, That's right, right. So how can people find out more about the Bards? Thebards.net. Okay, and how can people find out about the uh, Renaissance Festival Music podcast? RenaissanceFestivalMusic.com. Any shameless promotions you'd like to toss out? Um... Yes, I'm sure there is something. Let's see. This. I, I have lots of websites too. The Celtic MP3s Music Magazine, CelticMP3s.com. Uh, Why don't you advertise the regional Because actually, I never heard of it until he mentioned it the other day. Oh, and we were doing so well up to that point. Now, moving right along, there is, of course, another half of the Brobdingnagian Nagian Bards, and that would be Andrew. My name is Andrew McKee. I'm the mandolin player, recorder player, sound engineer, uh, booking agent, and the guy with the pretty eyes in the Brobdingnagian bars. So, have you both been part of it since it started? Yes. We, we're the official founding members of the Brobdingnagian bars. It's always just been the two of us. And, yeah, that it, we're, we're responsible. It is our fault. So, Although, send all your hate mail to Mark Gunn, uh, care of the Brobdingnagian bars. So, how many times do you think you've played Do Versions Taste Better? Oh my god. You know, I'd never really thought about that. I'm kind of depressed now. That's kind of frightening. Let's just say that we've done it so many times that if we actually, every time we played it, if we got a little information on that question, we could have written the definitive work on whether Virgins taste better or not. Um, you know, if it's less than a thousand, I'd be shocked. Let's put it that way. And for the two of you out there that don't know what that was about, they have a song called Do Virgins Taste Better Than Those Who Are Not? And, of course, they've put it on about 17 of their albums. So go check them out at thebards.net. Moving right along, let's see. I think we need to find a little bit of royalty or at least nobility. Oh, well, I am the Duchess of Ossithia. I am the Duchess of the Feast. My husband, the Duke of Devonshire, does travel far and wide, and he sends back beautiful pearls and money, and I spend them. <laughs> and in sooth, how long have you been doing this kind of thing? Oh, forever. Oh, my, mayhaps, hmm, over 15 years. 15 years. You started yes. when you were 10. Oh, very good, sir. You're a very good mathematician. And, and I like that. what's your favorite thing about doing this at a Renaissance Festival? I must tell you, my favorite part of all a festival are the children, and the, the looks upon their faces when they do see the magical things that happen here and the transformation in their eyes when they begin to imagine themselves in this place. And 
what is the best thing about the village here inside the Kansas City Renaissance Festival? What's, what's your favorite thing here? My favorite thing here in the Kansas City Renaissance Festival has to be the level of entertainment that you have here, we have here. The, the folks that come and share their talents and make people feel better for having been here. The fact that I can walk around like this and run into like dozens of you guys. In fact, that is true. And you can you can imagine yourself here as well. You can take yourself away from, from the cares of the world into a carefree place. Thank you very much. And don't we all need that these days? Yes, we do. Thank you for your time. You're very welcome. Very nice. And it looks like we're on a roll. Let's uh, keep going. I'm Bruce the Bruce. And I'm Rowan Golightly. And together we we're are Queen's Gambit. And you're a musical group. Absolutely. We are indeed. How long have you been together as Queen's Gambit? Oh, this is the third year. Yes, uh, as of uh, just about next weekend. Yes, three years. And how long have you uh, been doing Renaissance festivals? This is my 27th year at this Renaissance festival, yes. You started well, when you were three? Oh, yes, I love you. No, I've been doing it half my life. She's got about 20 years on me. And you started when? How long ago? Oh, God, about uh, 1996. Yes, that's when I was, uh, was the year before I was queen here. Okay. Right. Oh, you were queen here? Uh -huh. I was queen really? Elizabeth. So, how many years were you queen here? I was here th three years, from 97 through 99. But I've done everything here but sell tickets and serve beer. Why not? Just about. Uh, and I'm, I'm the courtly type. It's, it's just above her station to sell beer. She's popular I enough. might get dirty. And what is your favorite thing about the Kansas City Renaissance Festival? The people. Absolutely the people. It become there's, like family. There's an atmosphere of acceptance among Rennies where you can come here as you are, like you are, not have to put on any front. Yes, kilt and all. Yes. Not have to put on any front, not have to act any spe specific way, and you're accepted for who you are and what you are and what you do. And here in particular, people get to be like family, no matter how many years they've been away. When they come back, it's just like a family reunion. It's great. Slightly incestuous family, but family nonetheless. How can somebody find out more about Queen's, Queen's Gambit? We have a website. Imagine that. It's www.queens-gambit.com. That's because, a hyphen. Because without the hyphen, it goes to a porn site? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be at all surprised. Actually, it goes to a chess site. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, that's fine. Now, she mentioned that she was queen at the festival years back, and, uh, of course, there's a current queen, and the queen is, of course, guarded, which gave me a great opportunity to distract the guard. My name is Gerard Lyon. I am a guard attached to the royal family, and more specifically the queen at the moment, who is busy singing, as you can see. And, and what, is, what, are, what are your duties involved? My duties involve mostly following Her Majesty and keeping a sharp eye out. And a sharp stick in your hand, it looks like. I indeed, indeed. Now, one of my favorite street characters at the Kansas City Renaissance Festival is this guy who walks around with this long stick with kind of some feathers at the end, and he just kind of walks up behind people and tickles them, and then we watch the reaction. I be Master Slave Equavo. I'm the slave merchant, also known as the Tickle Man. Because of your long stick with the uh, feathers at the end. That's the tickle stick. The tickle stick. Yes. It reaches out and checks the reflexes on all good slaves. And how many years have you been doing this? This is my 20th season at the Canterbury Fair. Wow, and uh, what is your favorite thing about festivals? Oh, just all the lovely smiles I get from the people. And how long have you been doing the tickle stick thing? The tickle stick has been uh, alive for 12 years. And if people were going to visit this village for the very first time, what would be the thing that you'd think that they'd need to see above everything else? I would say, besides the jousting, the human combat chess match. That happens every day at half past three. 
Any other comments? That it is the most wondrous harvest fair that you can come to. The lovely town folks put on a lovely show. Thank you very much. It's our pleasure, sir. And if talking to the slave trader wasn't enough, after she finished singing, I actually got to speak with the queen a bit. Oh, I am Queen Eleanor of England. And why did you not know that, good sir? <laughs> and, and how long have you been uh, presiding over this village? Well, uh, we, we come to this village every year for the Harvest Fair. His Majesty King Richard has been king now for nearly uh, 27 years. And, uh, of course, I have been married to him a bit longer than that. And uh, we do bring our children every year as our family does grow. We have ten children with us this day. Well, two of them are quite grown. Actually, four of them are quite grown. But uh, the youngest is eight, Princess Mary, and they are all running about with their nannies. In purple. In purple. In purple. I, His Majesty, did decree that we should all dress alike, except Prince Eric, uh, the uh, rebellious one, our eldest son. Unfortunately, you'll find that he's wearing a bit of a brown doublet. And uh, His Majesty wished for the gold crown to stay, and Eric is wearing his silver circlet. And uh, he just, uh, and he has not found a bride yet, as he is supposed to. Now, Claude, our dutiful son, he is being wed to the Bulgarian princess this evening at 5 and 30, and everyone is invited at the front gate at 5 and 30, though. I'm sad to say the Bulgarian princess did not look at all like her portrait, but I hear she is a lovely uh, personality. Uh -huh. yes. Excellent. And for someone visiting this village for the first time, what would you think they would need to see above all else? Well, uh, it is already taking place, but the, the Festival of Fools at 3 o'clock was most marvelous. All the gypsies and jugglers and dancing and music, most splendid. Any closing comments? Huzzah! Thank you. God save the Queen. And now, for some unrelated magic. <laughs> I'm Matt Gurley. I'm currently assisting Rod Sype, Dr. H. Doompey, with this uh, show. And, and, and they just had you all tied up. Tell us what we just saw. Uh, I do a suspended straitjacket escape. Fifteen feet above the air, suspended by my ankles. Yes, and then you get out of it. And I get out of it, yes. And you let people from the audience hold the rope. Oh, yeah. I let we let people from the audience pull the rope, haul me up into the air. Not real bright, are you? <laughs> I've been doing fair a long time. How long have you been doing it? Fifteen years. And what's your favorite thing about festivals? Uh, it's Halloween. Halloween? All year round? All year round. And how can somebody find out more about what you are and what you do? Uh, my website is www.pastmagic.biz. Thanks for your time. All right. I was beginning to feel like a fish out of water around all these witty Renaissance performers. And speaking of a fish out of water... I'm Kaya Layla. I am here to visit the Harvest Fair. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am a mermaid from Sirwa-Mer, which is a beautiful underwater city that means jewel of the sea. It is about a day's swim away from Atlantis. Okay, and uh, do you find it difficult out here on dry land? Oh, nay. I have my own sailor, Scully. He does pull me around in my cabriolet. So I get around quite well. And uh, how long have you been visiting villages like this? I, I've been to this Harvest Festival five times. And what is your favorite thing about this village? Oh, the mortals. They're much fun to watch. And if someone is going to come visit the Kansas City Renaissance Festival for the very first time, what do you think they should see before they go home? Oh, do not miss the fairies dance. And always nearby... I am her doting sailor, Scully. I have the distinguished privilege of escorting her throughout the um, her adventures that surround her curiosities that um, abound throughout the world. You get to pull the cart. 
<laughs> well, I get that. I have the distinguished privilege of escorting her. And what is your favorite thing about uh, having that position? Other than it's, being it's, around a lovely woman. It's, it's a pleasure and honor. That, that is all that um, it, I can describe of it. It's but a pleasure and an honor. Sounds like a really good job. And of course, where there's good, there must be evil. My name is Malvito the Malevolent, and I am the local force of evil. And how long have you been evil? I have been a force of evil for ten years now. And what's your favorite thing about being evil? Ah! Evil has no favorite things. However, I find satisfaction in frightening small children and causing them to have nightmares, which will cause them to wake up in the middle of the night and awaken their parents, who will then not get enough sleep and thereby be tired and bitter in the morning, thereby going to work and taking out their frustrations on their co-workers, who will then go home and take out their frustrations on their children, who will then be forced to have nightmares in the middle of the night and waken up screaming, causing their parents not to get enough sleep and being tired and bitter. Yes, it is the fact that my evil is proactive. I think that's pretty much it. Thank you for your time. Now, this year, the theme of the festival was the Hunchback of Notre Dame, so we could find some characters from uh, that storyline roaming about. I am Captain Phoebus, and I make sure His Majesty is safe at all times. What? Yes? Don't see anybody. Oh, he, he did but give me leave, and I do spend my time with Esmeralda when I'm able. <laughs> and, and you would be? I am, of course, Esmeralda, the gypsy dancer of Troop Festival. And, and what is going on in the village today? Uh, today we are having the biggest event of the season. We are having the Festival of Fools, which is a huge dancing and uh, festival for everyone to come and see. And how many people show up at this festival to uh, be part of the entertainment? Uh, usually uh, probably around 20,000 a day. That is a good number. Alright, and, and, and how long have you been uh, hanging out in villages? And I have been with the True Festival for almost 18 years now. Since I'm very young. Started when you were three, apparently. I, yes. I did. And this man has heard all about you, apparently. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Phoebus. Your reputation perceives you, actually, doesn't it? And Phoebus, how about you? How long have you been uh, doing what you're Well, I've been serving His Majesty for five years now, but I've been studying in Kent for many, many long years. What's your favorite thing about uh, the festivals in general? Oh, well, actually, I do love the gypsy dancing. <laughs> and what is your favorite thing, my love? Oh. I mean, Esmeralda. <laughs> My uh, favorite show here would have to be the Limey Birds. They are oh, yes. very, very, very funny. Good. I love them so much. <laughs> Excellent. And if someone were going to be visiting this village before they went home, th their day would not be complete if they did not see... The Jolly Rogers. Yes, I was going to say the same thing. The Jolly Rogers Pirate Show is most excellent. Yes. Well, and you cannot forget the Joust. That is the biggest oh, event yes, the here. Oh, yes, the But everyone sees the Joust. That goes without saying. <laughs> see, I like him because everybody else is saying the Joust. Oh. Right. Any closing comments? No, I have uh, just no. God bless you and keep you, sir. Uh, very well. And hope you enjoy your day at the festival. Thank you for your time. Now, another new thing at the festival this year was the changing of the Fairy Kingdom Forest area to become Sherwood Forest. Well, I am William Scarlet. I am Robin Hood's uh, half-brother. I am uh, a bit younger than him, and I uh, am the single one. Which half? Which half? I am. Um, our fathers are the same. Okay. 
Hi. But, uh, Nay, uh, I, uh, I like to think that, at least as far as in Sherwood, I, uh, I help out with keeping morale up, kind of. I start trouble when Robin generally handles it, but, uh... And, uh, I had not discovered Sherwood Forest here at, the, at this village well, before. Well, and, and that's, um, recently the fairies decided that it'd be best if they were up closer to the children, and Robin and us were looking for a sanctuary. Um, Oberon gave us permission to use his forest. Um, hence, it's been changed to Sherwood, and we are guarding the forest for them in the meantime. Oh, we're so close. I can almost see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we can't be done with the Renaissance Festival without speaking to jugglers. I, I just can't remember, can't remember what they were called. My name is AJ, and my juggling partner, his name is Dan. Together, we're the no-name jugglers, where I came all the way from Minnesota to do it up right. And what do you guys do? Oh, we do it, we do that, uh, mostly juggling and ther theoretical comedy, yeah. Theoretical, yeah, that's like, yeah, I, yeah, that's what my show is. Uh -huh. And how long have you been juggling? I've been juggling for seven years. My partner has been juggling for ten years, but together as a collective entity, uh, two years. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were going to add ten and seven and say oh. we have 17 years of juggling. And uh, how long have you been performing at Renaissance Festivals? Uh, two years. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. What's your favorite thing about performing at a Renaissance Festival? <laughs> Not the clothes. Um, I'm going to have to say all the subtle innuendos. Stuff you can get away with here that you couldn't get away with juggling for a grand opening of a Target? Right, or an amusement park, or really old people in general. Where can people learn more <laughs> about you guys? At nonamejugglers.com. Any closing comments? Uh, thanks for supporting the jugglers. You're welcome. And now, my favorite gypsy. I am Gypsy Rosalie. I teach the gypsy dance of passion to anyone that is willing to learn it. What's your favorite thing about teaching the dance of passion? Well, it's more of a visual. You'd have to see it. But you know the whole, the final part of the dance? Oh. It's when they have their arms around you and um, for a moment, you know? So, that's it. <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's your favorite thing about uh, performing at Renaissance Festivals? Oh, it would have to be the children. They are wonderful. Excellent. Seeing their faces and talking to them. And if somebody were to come to the Kansas City Renaissance Festival, what should they not miss? Oh, good heavens! How long do I have here? Because, you know, there's the Festival of Fools, where Esmeralda dances for the Queen. There is the Pirates at the Jolly Rogers at the Pirate Show. There's the Limey Birds. You have to ride the, the camel. I, there's so much here to do. How many days would it take to do everything? Oh, at least four. That's difficult because the Harvest Festival is only one day. So <laughs> you arrive at 10 o'clock when the Harvest Festival starts, and you do not leave until 7. All right, there you have it. And now the moment we've all been waiting for, the final interview of this episode of the Rincast with um, a group that I'd been hearing a lot about, hearing their songs on uh, uh, Mark Gunn's podcast. And, um, well, here they are, the one, the only, the Limey Birds. Hello, lords and ladies, we are the Limey Birds. And we, we have a show, we do music and comedy. And yeah. one of the two ain't bad. Hey. Don't tell them that. Well, they're going to figure it out. But they yeah. won't come then. Well, yeah. well, well, most of our stuff's rated oh. PG. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty gorgeous. Pretty gross sometimes. Faith, stop it. This is a podcast. Please oh, do it out. We're to make oh. ourselves look better. Yeah, oh, we right. got to like we're super smart or something. Yeah, oh, like super special. Yeah. yeah. So come to our show. The short yeah. bus special? No. no. Oh. 
On that note, I think that'll do it for me this time, so be sure to visit atthefair.com, that's fair with an E at the end, where you can browse over 31,000 digital pictures I've taken at Renaissance festivals around the Midwest, including this one. And if you want to drop me a note, visit anothercrappypodcast.com and send me some feedback. This has been the Rencast, show number seven, Kansas City Renaissance Festival Part 2. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the fair. Another Crappy Podcast production. The music used at the beginning and the ending of this podcast is Packington's Pound by the Orcs and Trolls. To learn more about this and other equally exciting uh, podcasts, be sure to visit www.anothercrappypodcast.com. If you'd like some print to go with this audio, be sure to check out the Regional Renaissance Reporter a quarterly magazine dealing with all things Renaissance Festival-related, now in its seventh issue. A one-year subscription is just 8 bucks, and two years is a mere $14. So subscribe today, or we'll kill the otter. You can learn more at www.renreporter.com. If there was anything else we had to mention or plug, we'd be plugging and mentioning it right now. If you have something we should mention or plug, be sure to contact us because we have space to fill. Thirty minutes coming up now.